Hey everyone, welcome back to my Blackadian podcast. It's been a while since I've talked about a subject that is near and dear to my heart, which is uh, black hair. Um, and I read a tweet um, a little while ago just about a woman who was sort of giving up on her natural hair journey and um, it inspired me to, uh, to talk about black hair in this episode, black natural hair. And um, just, yeah, I think about it a lot. It's a big part of who I am being a black woman. So um, let's talk about it. So it, I talk about black hair a lot and um <laughs> it was uh the last time I think uh I was talking about it was just with the whole um Will Smith and uh Jada Pinkett Smith the slap situation and you know I just sort of didn't really get into it but just that you know black hair is a big deal and it is um and what struck me with this tweet and I, I saw and I was so nervous to like, you know, go through the thread and see what people were saying, but it was so overwhelmingly positive, which made me <sighs> sigh with relief because um, there it's such a complicated issue um, going natural. And I, I felt like there's a little, you know, there's a little bit of shame or shaming going on when people don't have their natural hair. And, um, you know, I feel like I was so worried for this woman to just, you know, she did say like, oh, you know, don't hate on me because I, I just am not having it. And I, I, I love that people were so supportive and, you know, earnest understanding that this is a journey. I have been natural now for, oh, uh, oh my goodness, <sighs> I don't know, almost 15 years now, wow, yeah, so um, since I've had, like, I was, had like a texturizer kind of relaxer thing going on in my hair for a while, and I hated it. <laughs> And I don't know why I kept doing it because literally every time I only liked my hair when it started growing out um, a bit. I just hated that it was like plastered to my head. It just looked so bizarre and I just couldn't do anything with it. So I just like would always like go to the hairdresser and just like throw it up in like a ponytail until I was able to, you know, it wasn't so limp and lifeless anymore it's, it's ridiculous anyways it was like a vicious cycle and um you know I finally uh went natural and didn't look back and I'll tell you that it was a journey like it's a journey and I guess it was always that thing where I I feel like um you know don't give up on your natural hair journey. I think that's sort of a thing. It's a process. Everyone, it's a process. And what 
I think it comes down to is that um, people are don't see examples of themselves and their hair represented. It's so different now than what it was even like 15 years ago when I started my natural hair journey. Um, and I remember uh, someone telling me that I should, you know, have like this huge afro as though it was like, you know, just something that I could control and just have it sprout out of my hair as like this, you know, huge afro. And I was, and they thought it was so positive, you know, black positive, that they were telling me this thing. And I was like, you know, when I had this whole speech about like how every black person's hair isn't the same, just like every white person's hair isn't the same. And, you know, like my hair isn't going to look like that if I didn't chemically treat it. It's going to look different than, you know, what you're envisioning. Like, um, and so they were like, well, like they were so perplexed. <laughs> they were so perplexed by that. And I was like, well, you know, I think, and I just, I was a little snarky, I have to admit. And I was like, well, I think you should have like, you know, like that blonde corn silk hair that that has like, you know, the children of the corn hair. I think that's so cute. You should do that, grow that hair. And I was like, that's what you just said to me is just as stupid as what I just said to you. Um, but you, you just think that like all people, black people are the same. Um, anyways, <laughs> so I, um, I, I, um, I never, and I'll, I'll say that I was, when I started my natural hair journey, I never had this thing, like hair was a big part of, you know, my upbringing, um, you know, we, I wasn't afraid, like our cupboard was like, uh, as many, in many black people's homes, our cupboard was, a, had a wealth of products and hair and, you know, pink moisturizer, kicking it old school, like, you know, my hair was always on point. Um, and, you know, it was a wonderful experience getting my hair done and, you know, uh, just, you know, sitting in front of my mom and just, you know, having that love and attention lavished on me and my hair. And I, I never um, disliked the process, but it was also, I was, you know, when I started chemically treating my hair, I was like, you know, a teenager and I wanted to do something different like all teenagers do with their hair. And I, you know, I don't think I regret putting chemicals on my hair. It's just like a thing, you know, it's like dying your hair. It's like what kids do when I, um, by the time I, I hit university, I was like over it. I was like, you know what? I need to get, I, I hate, like, <laughs> I was like, I just came from the hairdresser and I dislike my hair. Like, I just, I'm like, why am I doing this to myself? I need to get out of this cycle. And so, you know, just, I think I held on to it for as long as I did because I just dreaded that growing out period. But I got like a super cute pixie. It was a very nice, I loved it. Got some cute hair accessories. Anyways, the point is that, um, it it's a it's a um a journey and i feel like there are so many spaces 
so many places and I occupy like white space a lot I talk about it all the time like I went to predominantly white high school and just like uh luckily I um you know I have friends and my people I you know I also mentioned my friend that I've had uh since grade two and you know she's a black woman so we have all these conversations and you know I have you know places where I can be thank god my authentic self and friends that I can be my authentic self with all the time and um that process there's a bit of hesitation in the sense that I know that my hair is a source of fascination when I'm in a a white space and it's the desire to not be an object of fascination is real when you know as a human being and i don't i don't shy away from that and i think that the this journey of self discovery and exploration you know and um coming to find you know what works for you and what styles you like for you or for your hair is something that everyone sort of goes through and finds themselves but for black women in particular it's such a a meaningful and important journey and it's I I don't want to it's almost it's so integral to my identity as a woman and loving myself as a woman and a person as a black person it's so 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 important and um I just I feel like it's something that everyone sort of comes to and goes through and um, people are still finding their way along that journey. Um, And so that's why I never have any judgment when people, um, you know, choose to, however people choose to take care of their hair or how they feel good about themselves or, you know, what how they take care of their hair um because I know that there's a lot of this pressure to you know so if you like chemically relax your hair it means you hate black your blackness and uh you know maybe for some people that's it for some people it's just a matter of um inability to care for their hair or you know not sure what to do because they're so, um, if you didn't have the tools given to you or, you know, before YouTube or, you know, you just, you're not sure what to do or how to take care of your hair. If you didn't have, um, like we had a family hairdresser that was amazing that like we all went to, you know, someone when I, <laughs> you're just like, you know, when I was a child, you know, um, of course, my mother would do my hair and then, um, but, you know, as you get older, you want whatever done, you go to a hairdresser, you have the 
family hairdresser and just it was like that thing where you're just um you know you maybe you don't have access to that or whatever the case may be so if people need to wear you know weaves wigs extensions whatever you know chemically treat it it's just I get it um and for me uh it was really about just <laughs> it's like it it was really about just being a good role model um for my children and this is a decision obviously back before I had children it was just about um wanting to show that um about self-love and uh self-care and I, I just wanted to show that um to celebrate my natural beauty um and that was just something that was important to me and I, I feel like um a lot of people like it's different for everybody and I'm just sharing my personal experience and what I feel for myself and um you know I just thought that that was something that I want to be confident in and I switch up my hair all the time like I talk about you know I get braids I get locks I you know I um like flat iron and straight my hair like I change my hair a lot that's just how I am and I like to have fun with it but I you know always like you know it's just about taking care of myself and you know like wash day and just take care of myself and just having this time and I think it's so 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 important um and uh I really think that there's this part of me that really wanted to I I guess I just thought that I know what I liked and it was it was because I, again, I just, I, I can't credit my family enough about just how I had that strong love of blackness in my family that, um, you know, when I did treat, treat my hair, I just realized that, like, I thought it would be, you know, easier, better, like a style, I don't know. And then I just realized I really just didn't like it. And I felt like I didn't like the way I looked with my hair, different and um or you know chemically straightened and I just thought I don't like this <laughs> so what you know and I feel like that's really the crux of it and I wish it what not I don't wish but I just thought you know people think that it's something deeper that it's like a statement or you know that I'm making and you know I don't know maybe it is about celebrating my blackness reunions but I mean I mean it's the hair that grows out of my head I mean I just I I just you know I want to have fun with it I don't want to feel pressure to change it to make it more socially acceptable you know up to some sort of you know white beauty standard I don't want to live that life I don't do it with anything else 
um, with me. And I, I, you know, I understand the historical significance and how black hair has been policed and um, tried to control and um, how it's seen as so mysterious and um, exotic and different and, you know, how we're so jealous of white hair and all that nonsense. And so um, it really, for me, it just really boiled down to um, preferring what God gave me, to be honest. And uh, um, I, I feel like I... I want everyone to understand the com the complex nature of what black hair means, the fact that, you know, we're told and shown that a certain type of hair is only beautiful and that people struggle to see beauty in their kinks and curls and coils and um, everything else. And uh, I... I really sincerely hope that, you know, uh, more black women when they're feeling frustrated with their hair and, you know, not sure what to do and just, you know, needing, um, that break that they just, um, take that break from their hair and, you know, do whatever they need to do to feel good about themselves and their hair but um, that they do stop and just think that, you know, they can find something that will work for them, that will look, that makes them feel good and will look good for them. And it will happen, um, maybe not today, but it will. And um, just sort of find, find that joy. So I wanted to... And by telling a little story about my hair. <laughs> so, uh, I, in recent times, two stories come to mind about uh, me and my natural hair. So, I was just out and about um, living my life. <laughs> and I was going to, like, the corner store. I had my, you know natural hair out just like out and uh in my neighborhood there's these two older um black gentlemen just sitting outside in front of the corner shop and you know I am <laughs> crossing the street they're just hanging out there crossing the street and I see them and I already know just by the way they're watching me that it's going to be a conversation it's going to be a problem and I was like oh lord what's happening now so what what is this going to be so I you know cross the street and about to go in and they're you know we say I'm like oh you know they say hello I go like, oh, hello and you know one of the men gentlemen are like you know you're good looking why do you have your hair done like that and I was like oh my god <laughs> and so then his friend is like wait 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 no it's natural it's natural I like it I like it and then he sort of you know leans into me and he says it is yours isn't it and I said ah, 
yes. And then he's like, well, then I like it. I like it. It's good. It's natural. And I was like, oh my goodness, what is happening? And we, you know, we have a laugh, you know, we chat or whatever. I go in, get my stuff, wish them a good day, the end. But it just, it makes me laugh and stands out because (laughs) everybody has an opinion on black women's hair. Everybody feels entitled to say something about, you know, black woman's hair. And the thing is, <laughs> God, uh, that, that, um, it's not always positive for some, for, you know, this was like, not that long ago, I was well into my hair journey. I'm comfortable with myself. I was like, I know these men are going to see something about my hair. Anyways, I don't know. I didn't know it was about my hair. I just knew that they're going to have, we were going to say something and they were having a clearly a conversation. But I think that some people are discouraged by that. And some people can't embrace that, that people don't want to have that conversation. People don't have the confidence to have that conversation. Um, people are going to say something maybe negative about it. People are going to say, oh, you'd look so much better with, uh, you know, straight hair or, you know, like, oh, you know, and I, I just, I, I know that there's a lot of complex race, racism that goes into, you know, that hairstyle, you know, like him immediately saying like, oh, you're good looking but you know what I mean? And I'm like, dude, like, uh, (laughs) what the hell? Um, but you know what I mean? Like, it's just, I, that's for some people that would be not a funny story. It would be a devastating blow, you know, like someone would go home and like straighten their hair out or, you know, whatever the case may be. But because I, um, I'm not going to do that. (laughs) I just, I know, that, you know, I see the beauty in my hair and I, I, I'm comfortable with that. I don't care what anybody thinks about it, but, um, you know, and I think I've told this story before about that man and we just had this whole conversation because I was like wearing, um, like a, like a attachable ponytail thing. Like it's, um, you know, just, I was going out with my friends that night. Um, and it was just like, going about, um, my business during the day and I was meeting up with some friends later and I uh, had like this amazing, like attachable ponytail and it was, um, like, uh, to match my hair, it was sort of like a, more of a blown out, it's like kinky straight texture. And then he was like, oh, may I ask if that's like your hair? And I'm like, no, dude. Uh, <laughs> no, I didn't want to get into the whole thing. Like, stop asking me your business. But anyways, he was just like having this thing and this whole conversation. He was like, no, don't do it. And I was like, I switch up my hair to have fun. I love my hair. Relax. Like he was, um, he had dreadlocks and he was just like, oh no, like, you know, I'm so into natural hair with my kids and my wife. Blah, blah. He was just like having this conversation, like about the deep, you know, crown and how it's like integral to his, you know, spirituality and it was just it was really interesting conversation but I just remember being like look what can I tell you I just I like to play with my hair it's just what I do I love this attack like this extension I'm having fun tonight I'm gonna like throw it take it out tonight and just do my thing anyways the point is (laughs) 
<laughs> so I was like, it's not, it doesn't have to be like this whole thing. And I, I feel like it doesn't, I, I love watching videos where people have fun with their hair when people, you know, don't, um, feel so burdened by it or ashamed by it. And I feel like that's a journey that every black person has to take because it's meaningful. It is meaningful. And I, I get that, um, you know, for some people it's a chore or it's, you know, um, uh, it, someone said something mean about their hair or their texture or, you know, growing up their family pro praised someone who had a more, you know, straight texture of hair and aspired to this thing and they internalized that uh, bit of beauty and so, you know, they'll never leave their hair um, un straightened or relaxed. And I will also tell one more story. And it's, again, it's just, it, I can tell like a million stories, but I was just thinking of this man and he like was telling me and he just wanted, he had like came up to me and, you know, he was very interested in like, you know, what products I used on my hair. And, uh, he <laughs> was saying because his wife was black, he wasn't, I was like, where is this coming from? Cause he was not black and um you know I was like oh whatever and he was just like oh yes my wife like she needs to look good it's very important to her so I was like oh like I was like well it, I was like oh everybody uses different things you know like this is what I use and like I said I'm probably sure she heard about it and he was like oh yes like he like and he was like oh do you straighten your hair like chemically he was so into it and you know but the phrasing when he said like she needs to look good and I knew that those were her words and not his. And it hurt me a little because I thought, oh my God, like her beauty is so tied to her hair. And for a lot of black women, it is. And that's when we talk about when, you know, Jada Smith was talking about um, alopecia and how it's like, you know, it's it's a important and big deal in her life and I was thinking you know that she doesn't feel right unless she has her hair done and I know for a lot of people that that's the case and I will be honest that for me I do feel the same way and that's slid a lot <laughs> um you know as my life has changed and I think the standard of what's done and what's not done uh to be honest has you know shifted a bit but um I uh I feel that um I feel that I hope that everyone gets to this point where they can feel beautiful with the hair that is growing out of, naturally grows out of their scalp, whatever shape that may be, you know, and I, I always, I don't really like the ranking of hair, um, 
you know, the coil curly thing. And I think it's helpful for like grading people's hair. It Well, not grading. I feel like it does grade people's hair. Like it sort of says like good, bad, best, better. You know what I mean? Like it's just that ranking of it. I don't like it. And I, I know it's a way of describing your hair. So people sort of understand what it is. And I don't know how helpful it is because, you know, everybody just needs to find what products work for them, what they're willing to use and put on their hair. And, you know, your hair is just going to react differently. Um, but, uh, I just, I, I, um, I just hope that everyone gets to that point where they're just feel beautiful in the skin that they're in and, embrace their hair and just you know love it and have fun with it and it doesn't become you know something that makes you cry when you have to to do it but you know um appreciate that your hair care is different than somebody else and there isn't a standard hair care you know there isn't a standard beauty regimen it's just you know whatever you want it to be it can be as complicated or as simple as you need it to be um and that you know if you want to do nothing with your hair you still feel beautiful when you do that you know what i mean and you don't feel that the pressure to be somebody's ideal of, um, you know, professional or presentable or, you know, beautiful, you know, that you find and you do what works for you. And I'll end with um, one of my favorite hair stories uh, <laughs> was um, that I'm pretty sure I told before um, for inspiration and uh, I was going out and picking up some food um, and there was a couple standing there and I had like, you know, my hair out in its full glorious full fro glory. And, uh, you know, I walked in and just, you know, um, the man said to his girlfriend, you know, oh, yeah, you should do your hair like hers. And, you know, I was like, oh, and without missing a beat she said don't you ever effing tell me what to do with my hair and I was like you know nodding in solidarity wanting to like whoop and holler and support because she didn't even pause like she had that ready in the holster she was ready to go and um I think we should all channel her spirit and uh, agree that we can do whatever the F we want with our hair. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. And let me know uh, where you are on your hair journey. You know, um, how you're embracing your natural curls. You know, what you do to take care of your hair. Because I love, I love talking about hair. Um, I'll talk to you next time.